Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is, there's a monster at the end of this scenario. It was written by Nathan Decker, who is also our game master. This is a one-shot. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Nathan? Thank you, Tom. Well, the setting begins in a Miskatonic University classroom after hours on a Friday. The five of you and your friend Bart are all members of the society investigating occult and odd paranormal situations, which not only is a mouthful, but has very low attendance, you might find. But, as you all know, Friday night is the night where you have a topic where you all get to speak on and people have to listen. Unfortunately for this group, it's Bart's turn. And Bart may be the most dull and slow-speaking person you have ever met. He's talking about the migratory habits of the common periwinkle. And if you thought you couldn't get three hours out of that, you're sorely mistaken. Let's go around this room and introduce our characters and how are you staving off the boredom? Uh, we'll start with Archie. Archie is uh, probably staving off the boredom by constantly undoing and redoing the tie of his student uniform just over and over again to just have his hands do something to set off the periwinkles. Very good. Uh, at the thought of more periwinkles, you see diagram X. You've seen the other numbers and letters, and it's getting painful. Claudia. Oh, brother. I thought it was bad enough. There was 25. Uh, Claudia is trying to get ahead on some coursework, uh, trying to be discreet about it, but probably not doing a super great job. So looking up occasionally, like nodding, like I'm really, maybe I'm taking, oh yes, I'm taking note. No, I'm working on this. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, you see that uh, Bart tends to then focus direction every so often. So you're having to do the up and down. Paxton. Oh, uh, Paxton, uh, being a big guy sitting in the back, um, he's dozing. <laughs> Heads down and uh, maybe a little snore every once in a while. Um, but yeah, he's kind of out. Excellent. Every once in a while, there's a slight raise. But yeah, there's a melodic tone almost underneath him that just soothes you down. Uh, Lynn, what about you? Lynn is standing against the back wall right behind Paxton. And he is uh, giving Paxton a nudge if he needs to be awake for anything. But otherwise, he is uh, counting to 30 in his head and then checking his treasured pocket watch to see how close he has been and then repeating that process over and over. All right. You're getting pretty good at it. You're getting <laughs> a lot of practice. And Theo. Well, quite honestly, I'm wondering if he did his research because from what I read in the North American uh, Periwinkle and uh, the evolution by 
uh, Rudy Manger, um, he's quite mistaken. I think he's confusing the Great Northern Harry Winkle with, uh, with the one that he's talking about. In any case, I will be glad when it's over because one can only tolerate so much um, bullshit uh, before one just, you know, discards his what he calls scholarship. Uh, I, by the way, am the assistant librarian uh, at the Orn Library to Dr. Armitage, um, and I take my my studies extremely seriously. Um, so I'll be very happy later to give him my corrections. Oh, he will welcome them. You know, Bart's always ready to talk more about Periwinkle's common or otherwise. But Paxton, it's in one of these times, your eyes drift down and Lynn kind of gives you a little push from behind. It wakes you up. You realize that there is a envelope underneath your foot. It looks like it has slidden in from under the door. Oh, um, look around. Is this yours, Lynn? Kick it back to him. Sounds like I don't, I don't believe so. And I go pick it up off the ground and take a look at it. Yes, and you see it is addressed to the Society Investigating Occult and Odd Paranormal Situations. It is written in very nice script. Uh, and it has a small, like, uh, it's like tucked in. It's not sealed, but it's tucked in to a little uh, envelope. Well, I say. Uh, 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 Bart, good man, do, mm. pray tell, take a moment for water. It seems we have a new message. Claudia, I see you've been diligently taking notes. Maybe take a break and read this for us, if you would. Absolutely, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you, hopping open the note, find on the Miskatonic University uh, letterhead the following text. Let's see. To the society of minds that delve and inquire, a friend of mine landed in a rough spot most dire. Subsequently, I was hoping for your help to hire... But upon reading the details, you'll call me liar. So stop by my office post haste next to the choir. Together we'll look in Lady Death's face and defy her. Signed, Professor Donald B. Diggleby, Esquire. I must say, I didn't know the professor had such a poetic tongue. He doesn't. You None of you have heard of a Professor Diggleby. Who is this, uh, Doctor Watson? I don't, I don't know this person. Well, it looks like he's a professor of law. If he's Esquire, right? Is he uh, associated with the university? Do I know him? Is he on? You that? have never heard that name in your life. Well, Ms. Hobbs, I wish I knew. I'm going to run to the door and look out. Okay. Yeah, you it must be somebody just messing with us. Yeah, you look making left, fun of us. Look right. There's nobody there. In fact, the hallway is completely empty. You can see outside. There's a little mist of rain coming down, but it looks like it's a Friday night at the university, and most people have left. Gone home. Well, I don't see anyone. <clears throat> I mean, 
next to the choir seems like a straightforward enough direction. I don't know about you all, but I'm really tired of hearing about the, the Harry Winkle. So maybe we could go look into this instead. I think that's a fine idea. Yeah. Bart is recharging his water. He's just guzzling it. Now is not a bad time to make an escape. So, yeah, let's go. The society is being called. I appreciate the enthusiasm, Mr. Blunt, lead the way. Mm. <laughs> Can the group make a spot hidden, please? No. Success. That's yes. a success, success for me. That's yeah. a success for me. All right. Uh, in that case, Paxton, you are walking out and the others notice stuck to the back of your shoe as you're watching. The eye has fallen off your club sign. The first eye in investigating. Oh, for Pete's sake. All right, let's uh, go ahead and tack this back on. Mm-hmm. There we go. Good as now. It kind of bends a little. That's <laughs> the Colossatsi for that. All right. Yeah. Uh, Paxton's not putting on a, he's just walking out in the rain. It's it's raining and he's not putting a, up an umbrella, not putting a coat on. Yeah, it's that uh, late fall kind of like yeah. spit where it's not really too cold. And it's not really enough that you need an umbrella, but you'll be damp by the time yeah. you get. Uh, Lynn would grab Paxton before he makes it through the large wooden door and spins him around and just wraps up maybe a loose jacket that's over on a hanger around his shoulders just before he can move and ties him up. There's a good lad. Puffs on his meerschaum and sends him back outside. Oh, thank you. Uh, Paxton's kind of damp normally. He's got that. I <laughs> look and uh, a wide mouth. He's thanks. Well, where's I'll... the choir room? I'm assuming we would know where the choir. Yeah, room there's is. a a bit of a music wing that they like to put off to the side so that mm. people studying don't have to listen to that. But yeah, you're you're well aware of it. And walking out <laughs> of the rain. Yeah, you, it's a little damp, but you are able to get to the music hall and you find, you know where the choir is. You've been on tours before and you know that there's a room next to it that's just a, a very basic supplies closet and wedged in there at about half a door wide, there is what looks to be a professor's door with uh, Professor D. Diggleby there but it's it's kind of like running up against the side of the window the door's not quite wide enough hmm. well either this professor is very lean or the builders did not do a good job putting together that door frame it's possible it was a rough in but i don't remember this being here do you put a law professor next in the music wing and you hear from inside as you knock, come in, come in. Well, clearly someone's the in there. Open the hand. Professor oh. Diggleby? Yes, come in, come in. Uh, one moment, hit the light, please, if you don't mind. Is it on or off? It is off. Uh, so I turn it on? A small, yeah, there's a small light. You turn it on, and you are greeted to the sight of this room kind of behind us. But imagine that 
was after an earthquake or two and everything's kind of fallen and heaped and you see there is a man asleep on a large chair as well as a couple other chairs that are stacked full of papers and other uh-huh. knickknacks it looks like you could find little cameos or artifacts there's a vase that's leaning over against a wall and the desk you see some rustling of paper behind it and you hear that uh, who is it what what can i do for you um we got your message we are the society of minds that delve and inquire oh excellent and there is a rustle and you see this pop up wonderful <laughs> jesus christ it's an actual hand puppet? My dear boy. There is no one else around it. It's just the puppet. Uh, um, I jinx. told you the note was a joke. Would Would you mind standing up from the desk, Professor? Yeah. Can and we he see you? hops up onto the desk, and he's got little legs moving around. No hand? There's no hand controlling him. There's no hand controlling him. Go ahead there, and roll sanity. Are there wires or ropes? You don't see any. I'm throwing a book at it. It's electricity. uh... Oh, all right. Roll a throw, Paxton. (laughs) I'm I'm good. I'm not bad at throwing. Actually, I I (laughs) failed my sanity. Yeah, I failed too. It's a a D4. Oh, as little little oh crap! Very exciting. We just scream and run for our lives. (laughs) (laughs) Three points of sanity lost for me. I missed him. Oh. <laughs> it kind of whips past him. Oh, say, that's no way to behave. Well, uh, all right. <laughs> well, if, 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 if you're Professor Diggleby, who's the guy on the couch? Oh, that's Mr. Lingerberry. He's the one I wanted to talk to you about. Is that someone on the faculty? Oh, no, that's, don't be silly. He's a uh, treasured member of the community. I see. Uh, Pro- Professor Watson, was Bert's bag checked before his periwinkle talk? Uh, are we sure we're not having a, um, uh, what is it called, mass hysteria at this moment? I'm, I'm, gonna go dream- over and I'm dreaming. Him. This is a dream, right? <laughs> I'm going to poke him. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. You, you kind of poke and you, your finger kind of sinks it a little bit. He goes, I say, is this the kind of behavior I'm to expect from the society? Well, for a talking puppet, yes. We're, we're, Do we investigate cursed objects? We're, we're kind of <laughs> incredulous. How are you doing this? Gotta be wires. Where are the wires? Who's playing a joke? It's the guy on the couch, right? I don't see any wires. Ventriloquism or something. It's the guy on the couch. Of course. Yeah. And I go to give his shoulder a shake, the guy on the couch. He kind of does like the sleepy person, like, and you see, he's a very rotund man. You hadn't gotten a full look at him, and he's got the beet red complexion and a big nose, a uh, mm-hmm. little bowler hat kind of pulled over over him. He just kind of waves, does wake up, I say, wake up, old man. Does he have the aspect of somebody who's drunk? Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah, you think a little bit drunk, maybe. I look around for evidence, like if there's a sherry bottle or uh, something. Yeah, you can see there's a little something poking out of his pocket. Okay. 
and this is a very clever trick. I'm sure they'll really like to see this in the uh, the theater department. But mm. I'm I'm confused. You know what electricity is. You turn on the lights. It's not that much of a trick. But yes, it is wires. Oh, okay. I'm grabbing it. No. <laughs> you pick him up and eat. I mean, he doesn't weigh a lot. Uh, easy, oh, easy now. Paxton. All right, all right. Well, there's okay, we've, well. We've, is that how you puppet. treat someone with tenure? There's there's an easy <laughs> yeah, way well. to disprove this. Squeeze there's, <laughs> there's an easy way to disprove this. Why well, if if the lights are what's turning him on, we turn off the light and see if he stops talking. If he does, then it's simple electric electricity. I, I immediately we, go to turn off the light. Then. If we turn off the lights, we won't be able like to this. see anything. I still got a hold of him. Yeah, I'm turning <laughs> off the lights. On the contrary, I can strike a match that I use to light my meerschaum. Yeah. All right. You, so, yeah. you light it. He's looking up. Ah, smart thinking. Kind of subterfuge. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> is it all pat? Is it all padding inside? Is yeah, it you're kind of you're kind of squeezing it? him, and he gives a little like woo as you <laughs> get like kind of around the tummy. I say. <laughs> I'm not that familiar with you. What's your name? Mr. Okay, okay. We've right. seen some strange things, but get Lights. to it. Tell us why we're Lights here. Lights are off. Okay. Tell us hey. why we're here. Can I keep right. them? Turn the lights back on. Did well, anything we'll happen when we turned the lights off? No. Okay. Okay, well, then i moving. All right. I use it to relight my meerschaum. All right. All right. Turn, this, turn the this, light back on. Let this wonder of electricity put him down. Oh. It's it's got to be a trick, but whatever. It doesn't feel like there's anything in it. There's why no did you, mechanics. Why did you call us here? Uh, I'm glad you asked. You see, Mr. Lingaberry here is in a bit of a jam. You see, his family is required. A bit of a jam. <laughs> there's something funny. Yes. I'm going to pat him on the head. I'm a professor of English. There is nothing funny about that. Yes, quite. Well, as you, I'm sure, know from your previous dealings with the society, Mr. Lingaberry is an important member of our community, and he mm. is tasked with reading, uh, what, what did you call it? <clears throat> the, the person kind of shifts and looks over. Yes, the recital of discrete alignment. It's a, it's, it's a ritual he must complete every 50 years. I, um... I'm familiar with all the books in the library. I've never heard of this book. Well, it's a bit of a family treasure. Whose family? They're the Lingaberries. Oh, I see. Okay. Have we heard if this Lingaberry is a professor here? Uh, go ahead and do a do like a history check of some kind. Oh, I got history. If you've got, I got a thirty-three out of fifty. Okay. Uh, there were. Some Lingonberries. They were not uh, professors, though. They are people that were well known around the town of its the time of its founding, okay. but disappeared, and they have not been heard from from well over a hundred years. Checking the books, just pulling some random books off behind. <clears throat> are they? Are they? Um, is there a name? Is there some kind of in the front there, or some kind of? Mm -hmm. Uh, you find there are various books about uh, like 
Africa or South America. It looks like he travels a lot. And as you're going, you're starting to see pictures of Professor Diggleby in front of archaeological wonders uh, kind of posing. It almost looks like he's in front of a green screen, weirdly. Um, but uh, uh, he, it looks like he's written a few books, too. Oh, uh, the puppet. The puppet. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm holding that up. The puppet. Oh, wonderful trip, that. Are those the pyramids of Giza? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is some clever. No, no, no. Uh, no this, this is, is a too elaborate. No, yeah, it's now become too elaborate. He couldn't have manufactured all of these books with photographs and things. You know, I've heard, what do they call them? Automatons? I've heard those can be quite intricate. Maybe it's, I, I and I'm, I'm like poking. Maybe it's something like that. You, know? you want right, to open them up? Well, hold on. No, I think what if we're talking about some form of, you know, sympathetic magic? You know, like you've heard of voodoo dolls and things like that. I mean, we are a society of occult investigation. What if this mm -hmm. is some sort of homunculus that's been created for the drunk professor who we've never heard of not um, a professor he's not a professor not a professor i'm a not professor a, you're okay, the professor okay. indeed professor okay Tickly. okay um what do you need us to do well that's the thing uh, this book that must be read every 50 years it appears it's gone missing and where was it last seen? Why, the Lincolnberry Estate. And we were hoping your group, well, we can drive there. <laughs> Please don't tell me you also drive. Of no, course we're, I do. We're going to drive. What car? Well, we can't fit in the car that you could drive. <laughs> how, do you, how do your feet reach the pedals? What a rude question. I, well, you know, I... I've, I, I've I met with the society before, and well, I have to say, I don't recall this kind of attitude. How can we before? Yeah, yes. who did you meet with before, and when? No, there was the one that had his face scooped off by the... Mm, what was that name? What was his name? Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Face scooped off? Yes. Oh, he's talking about Butters Johnson. Mm -hmm. yeah, that might be. <laughs> I, all I know is that your society is a wonderful resource to use when you need additional. A couple of questions before we do that. <clears throat> Have you always had this office here? Because we don't recall ever seeing it before. Oh, don't be silly. I, I, I used to be next to the aquarium. You said cannon, but how dangerous is this? Perfectly safe. <laughs> uh, professor historically most of the members get back just fine uh, see that's that's not a guarantee <laughs> professor Are life we... has no guarantees <laughs> neither neither do you have the guarantee of meeting a talking living puppet but circumstances still state i'd much rather have higher chances of escaping a, an estate alive from a drunkard and a puppet uh rather than meeting the puppet again we're, I concur. We're trying to understand how this is possible. Are you an entity possessing the puppet? 
are you created by Lingonberry? Are you, have you always been here? Where did you come from? How, how are you doing what you're doing? Is it magic? We get the idea of magic. And he, he leans over. Uh, I think Lynn, you're the oldest looking. Mm-hmm. What is he talking about? Puppet. Is he there, quite all right? Is there anything reflective in this room? You you do understand. I'm you I'm do... gonna grab like a picture frame and just put it in front of him. You do understand you are nice. a puppet. <laughs> Look, Roll sanity. I may be <laughs> I may be tenured, but that's no no reason to be calling me a puppet of but, academic. But you just called Lynn this... a puppet. Hmm? You just called Lynn a puppet. What? She's called her a puppet. No, 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 no. I'm saying we are not puppets of academia. It makes sense. Uh, let's let's get to the estate, shall we? I. Then he, he hops off the desk. You and, need to sit in the in the lower seat so that nobody sees you driving with us. Oh, are you kidding me? He's riding on my seat. He's not driving. I'm no, not getting I'm, in the car. He's I'll, driving. I'll drive. Let anyone oh. else drive. I'll have him in the back with me. This Put him is in the, the trunk. That's fine. No, 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 no. Let's Don't just assume to bring for Mr. now. Berry. Let's just assume for now that somehow a tenured professor has been trapped in the body of a small puppet. All right, Pax. Apparently, we gotta we, bring... can we actually even call him a puppet? I. A doll. You're in a doll. I mean, to be honest. I wasn't oh that God. big a believer in all this mumbo jumbo. So. Well, we're all sharing the delusion now. <laughs> and watching him walk is fairly disturbing because he just kind of does like a back and forth and he moves forward. It doesn't um, really make sense. I was hoping for ghosts when I joined. Would it, ghosts. Would it, well, it could be a ghost possessing uh, an object, a poltergeist of some sort. Um, it would be a little faster if we picked you up. Would that be all right? Well, it appears your large friend has already got that covered. Perhaps with a bit more care this time. Hmm? May may I, Mister Blunt? Maybe you're onto something. Has the does the university have a record of a Professor Dicklesby that taught? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Um, I maybe this check is that, but I, I'd have to check that tomorrow. Um, right now, I. The, the the library is closed. Can oh, I try what? to make libraries open all night? No, they closed it ever since somebody tried to steal the Necronomicon a couple of months ago. If you say so. Can I try to make a history check to see if the, a Diggleby has ever led the Paranormal Society? I mean, we're also uh, in his office. Yeah, just start looking through stuff. Um, see what his papers are. If he's got I mean, he's got students, I'm assuming. So are there any student papers that he's grading? It is curious. There is a large list of students that he has. Uh, You'll notice quite a few of them have society kind of like tacked on to the end like Dash. You're a little disturbed by how many have been crossed through, but I'm sure that means nothing. Are they recent? Are they... Current students? It looks like students? it's gone back for quite a while, about 30 some years. Professor, what Do they kind stop of a teacher? at any point? 
or are they current as well or do they like stop it uh, they look pretty current yeah they keep going professor what kind of teacher are you what do you teach applied um archaeology magic applied archaeology magic is real don't be ridiculous says the talking puppet i, I don't okay. understand why you insist on insulting me in such a fashion I'm not there insulting. Any photographs other than the the doctor looking ones. <laughs> like, is there? Yeah, um, he's got all books of full of himself. <laughs> he's got pictures of himself as a puppet, as a yeah, like, as a. What would you prefer to be called, doctor? <laughs> a, a human being, yeah, probably. Oh, Professor Tickleby's fine. Well, I mean, With there are any photographs of a, of a man of in my... a different form <laughs> in this oh. office anywhere? You are taking some time to look through here and you are finding that there are people like human people around and roll sanity as you start seeing birds and looks like there's a a bear that's kind of like got him in the same picture and just other puppets, you would say. Yeah, I failed. What's the penalty? Uh, It's just one. It's just one. Yeah, I think maybe we've stepped into a slightly altered universe. Um, I maybe we just I, do what it wants. Yeah, I'm sorry, what he wants, and try to answer the questions along the way. This could be very interesting. Are we uh, taking the drunk guy? Yeah, you're, you're going to have need, to carry Do we need backs. to take? Do we need to take Lincoln Barry? Yes, or, please. Oh, okay. I'll pick him up. He's rather large. All right, I'll 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 head up with you're the. Probably um, going to need help with that, Paxton. Big, he's yeah. Big I'll give him a hand. I'm not very manage. strong. Uh, I'll give him a hand. He has an 80 strength. Wow. Oh wow. <laughs> um, I have a 45. I, if you I need think help. Paxton's got it. Pro- professor, yeah. If you don't mind, I'm I'm going to carry you. Well. While they help your friend, it's an odd tradition you have. We're we're going to be asked a lot of very strange questions if I don't. I'm probably going to get asked a lot of strange questions, even if I do. Well, but... if we do get asked those strange questions, hand them off to me. I I, I got a little bit of an idea on how we can sneak them through places. All right. Well, are you helping carry? Yeah, I can. And the two think, of you, I you think... pick him up and it's like you kind of jostle him. And yeah, you get that smell of just alcohol starting to waft over you. But he goes readily enough with an arm over Paxton's shoulder. And I'm going to keep every... that flask yeah, or whatever he's drinking. You. Yeah, it looks uh, high proof is the way you would declare it. Maybe you oh, take I mean, a little whiff. Yeah. It's kind of jet fuel E. You might take a little taste. I try and stop you from that. (laughs) Perhaps we wait until we can pour that in a glass and take a look at it. Smells like some really strong cream sherry. Yeah. That can can sneak up on you really fast. With all of the things that we're seeing, I would like to know that we're sober enough to discern reality from non-reality. I already said that might be compromised with old Bert. Do we know what he put in that water? It was a community water jug. No, I, I don't think a lot of that water. Bird is not a clever person. 
That's why I'm saying he might have been tricked into doing something. Well, let's 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 move ahead. All right, right, Professor, let's let's head on over to the estate, I suppose. (laughs) No, I carry him like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Tally ho! You you hear as you pull him along. Uh, You are perhaps happy now more that there aren't a lot of students around. Yeah, Claudia especially. As you get to the parking lot, Lingonberry does like he pokes Paxton in the side (laughs) and he seems to be gesturing towards a large station wagon that he has uh, driven in. It looks quite nice and well kept for there is additionally next to it a puppet sized car. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll put him in the uh, passenger seat. I got to admit, Professor, that is a very nice set of wheels. Thank you. <laughs> Hope to own a car like that someday. It can go up to five miles per hour. <laughs> can I pick up the uh, car, the public car, and put that in the back? You've got an 80, so I will say yes, but you're pretty sure it has interior pieces. It, You basically have a functioning small car. This if Paxton so needs a little help with it, I have the second highest strength wanna, at 70. So yeah, yeah, help. We, we want to get the there back. faster than five miles an hour. So don't scratch the paint. We'll take the utmost care of it, Miss Professor. Don't worry, don't worry. We 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 have to keep an open mind. Remember our Shakespeare, there are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in our philosophy. I'm pretty sure I'm dreaming. But boy, this is pushing <laughs> Yeah. Sure yeah I, I don't think Shakespeare ever encountered a living uh, isn't, puppet. Isn't, isn't the periwinkle a plant? It's yeah, a type it's, of uh, oyster uh, type thing. Yeah, I, it's think. A muscle. I think yeah, there's it's a, a number muscle. of things that are named after it. Yeah. yeah. And he directs you as he's going, take a left, take a right. You hear him start directing you and you end up going out of town in Mm -hmm. this wagon and pretty soon you're passing through trees and you see a sign oh there it is and you see there is a large iron gate arch and a sign off to the side that reads bedside manor (laughs) that's the one bedside manor now there's a proper yes. joke. Is it spelled B E D D? B E D D. Yeah, yeah. It's a little off, but yes. Wonderful. Yes, this is this is the classic Lingamberry Estate. And you can see as you drive up the driveway, there is a rather nice manicured lawn in front of a two-story house with a tower on it. Now. Mm. What's interesting is that this building, you're looking at it and it looks wrong as you're looking. And the reason is obvious is it probably shouldn't be standing. It looks like it's a prop. And can everyone do, there's no alertness in this. So do another spot hidden. Ooh, that's an 09. That's an extreme. Oh, that's Nine, good. 96. That is hard. Uh, no. Yeah, okay. 85. I failed. Archie, roll sanity as you realize that behind the house, 
the stars, the trees, the clouds, they're not real. It's just a matte painting. Yeah, a that's large a, matte painting. That's a failure on the sand. Okay, it's just one. All right. What? The... Anybody else seeing that? The what? The the the, the, the stars, the trees, the the sky. It's looks like it's on canvas. Yep, and it's everybody painted. is as Archie points it out. Roll sanity. A zero one. Yeah, good because I got ninety four. Yeah, I failed. I mean, it's kind of scary, but at the same time, it's really kind of fascinating. Something, you know, they keep a lot of very strange books at the the Orn Library. So, uh, Professor, is this your normal place of residence? No, it it this is Mister Lincolnberry's estate. Uh, well, do, do you, you live with Mr. State? Lincolnberry then? Of course I don't. Yeah, come on, man. I have my own apartment in the city. Tiny little apartment on the... <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, it's budget, floor. but I am living on a professor's salary. Mr. W- professor Watson, how much do you make? I know it's a rude question to ask, but just for to sake curiosity here. I think it's a rude question. <laughs> Mr. Watson, <laughs> Mr. Watson, I believe they're asking you, how much do you make? Uh, enough to pay the bills. I believe that's an adequate answer, Archie. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. What a job for negotiations. All right. All right. Very well. We park the car. Yep. Park the car out front. You see there is a wide open entrance and the lights are on within you can see that there is a dining room a library uh, looks like some other city rooms this is quite oh, nice. a nice manner yes all right yeah, well, he's expected not, i don't think he's he must be from money because this is not what a professor makes <laughs> of course it's, you see i had a bit of a joke earlier you have i'm sure heard of lincolnberry jams well, yeah, it's yes. very Swedish delicacy, yeah. Mm. Yes, that's where he got his fortune from. From Jabs. Swedish. And jam-related businesses. Ah, that's why you thought that was funny. Yes. He's in a jam. <laughs> He's in a jam. Ah. Oh, my. I mean, I'm a bit of a wordsmith. Right <laughs> yes. Now all we need is some uh, Swedish like meatballs it. and... Uh, wordsmith making horseshoes. You know, if you, you asked the butler, he'd probably be able to assist. But tell who? <laughs> jumps out All and right. starts wandering over the lawn. This has is, got to be the strangest case we've ever had, ever. Is, are the chairs and everything puppet-sized? Like, is everything kind of small? You, no, this is place. Yeah, you're looking like in. Place, yeah. There is a mix. There are certainly some puppet-sized things kind of next to the table but there's also normal human sized chairs you would say and looking kind of off to the side you could see where they'd park the cars there is a garage door that is for a normal sized car and next to it further down a small puppet sized car tiny little guest rooms are yeah. you in Mr. Lincolnberry 
close friends. Family? No, of course. No, I'm afraid not. <laughs> Although I would love to have the money. It's, it just no, seems no, like no. he's accommodated you so uh, generously. I think you're confused. I, I am visiting Mr. Lincolnberry. He's, okay. He's he came to me asking to find the book. Pro- professor. I, I don't see why you assume that we're together. Professor. Professor. He's- I just he's, said friends. He's he's accommodating his <laughs> other little puppet friends. Professor, if yes. we want to solve this case and help yes. Mr. Lincolnberry here, Wonderful. we are going to need all the information you can offer. Yeah. I know we haven't been exactly the best and brightest that you have called here, and we are very sorry for that. We haven't been very polite to you. And from the bottom of my heart, I do apologize. But if there's anything more you can He's tell looking us, at Paxton as you're saying that, oh, I accept your apology. If well, they, if I didn't a- apologize. <laughs> Pax, not the time. So if there's anything more you can tell us to help with the situation, please, ah, please yes. tell us. Now that we're on the estate, I suppose that is smart. Uh, this way. Uh, we'll, we'll do it at the scene of the crime. What? what crime? Very good, Professor. The theft, one assumes. Ah, okay. Ah, the book was stolen. Okay, all right. And as you open the door, there is a thin man stooped over, and he still kind of towers over all of you. May I take your coat, sir? Of course. The butler dressed as a butler. Well, of course. Might I get you something to drink, guess? I get a good look at this guy's face. Is it very... Is it felty? There's a bit of a, like, a fuzz. Maybe he isn't shaved yet today, but it's getting kind of late. He seems human, but very tall. Uh, Yeah, thank you, thank you. And, coffee, um, please. Yeah, coffee. Coffee, yes. And sandwich. Anything else? Thank so, you. Oh, sandwich is very good. I think I'll refrain. I'm, I'm, I'm good, thank you. Mm. Very good, coffee, sandwiches. Coffee and sandwiches for all. And he... And is there a place, sir, that we can put Mr. Lingonberry? Oh, he's, yes. He's a little out of sorts. Please uh, put him in the study. Nothing will harm him there. <laughs> and he he has a very long stride as he walks out of the room. Who said anything about harming him? Okay, that's 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 nothing. Right. Nothing that, about this has been normal, Doctor Watson. Nothing. I, I suppose. Let's. That's, that's another let's, puppet, right? Like a really big one, but it's still it's a <laughs> Let's 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 assume that. Miss Hobbs is quite right, and we are having a collective dream because we've all fallen asleep during the periwinkle talk. Oh. And let's just accept what we see around us as if it's perfectly normal. I'm gonna pinch you. <laughs> but it's a dream, it's a dream pinch. So you know, there's no, nothing that actually says that pinching you in a dream. I could kill you, but then what if it's not a dream? 
All right. Well, if it's a dream and you want to see where this goes. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Fair enough. Not every day you get to experience something like this, I suppose. Because, because it you- wears on your sanity. <laughs> I- Professor, what was the name of the book that we're looking for? Oh, the recital of discrete alignment. Recital of, of discrete alignment. Discrete. Sounds like a math book. Kind of does. Or a, a car repair book. Or a book oh, of or a magic. Yeah. Or it's a book on magic. Perhaps. You'd have to ask Mr. Lincolnberry about that, or one of his sons. Do they live here? His kids? Well, of course. Yes, Cecil and Dwayne. All right. Uh, well, oh, and, and Harold is visiting. I understand. All right, Harold, Cecily, and Dwayne. Yes. Okay. So, if are they are they like you, or are they like us in size oh. and stature? What just happened? I just something happened. Oh God! Am I losing <laughs> it? Uh, uh, okay. Uh, no, no. To answer your question, no, they're they're not academics like me or us. Thank you. Oh, That's what us? we were asking. Mm-hmm. Well, Very let's good. go find the the book, the recital of discrete alignment. Wonderful. And he takes you you drop off lingonberry in the study he collapses onto a couch mutters rich people talk and uh you are led by the professor into the library the library is quite large and is filled to the brim with very bland looking books but what catches your attention right away is that there is a pillar in the middle of the room that is set with a velvet top in a glass case. The glass Mm. case has been shattered and whatever was on the velvet has been removed. Um, Is this where the book was? Yes, that is my understanding. Mm. It appears that something shattered the case. So is it just a smaller book, like palm size? Yeah, you're kind of looking at it. It, uh, You'd think maybe like a pamphlet. It doesn't look terribly large, and the indentation on the velvet is not terribly deep. It seems rather short. It'd be something like a puppet would hold. What? Yeah. Um, can you tell us what the outside cover's color was? Yes, it was a rather bland green book, if I recall correctly. Green All right. book. Little green book. Yes. Little green book. All right. Well, um, well, Professor, since you said someone stole the book, uh, yes. do you have any suspects? Well, yes, Mr. Lingonberry was very effusive in the way he described it to me, you see. Mm. It appears that he and his sons were having lunch when they heard a shattering from the room. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I think I mistook. He and Cecil were having lunch. We heard a shattering from the library. All right, so Cecil and Mr. Lincolnberry were eating. So that Lincolnberry, we... please. He is a donor. And uh, yes, he's not a professor. Um, oh, yeah, right. Sorry, sorry. And 
the other brother, Dwayne, was not present. Yes. Dwayne. That is my understanding. Yes. Was Harold here? Was Harold here? Right. Uh, hmm. That's interesting. I believe Harold was on the premises. And the butler. So well, those are amazing. He would have been serving. Uh, oh, he would have been serving the lunch. One assumes. And you hear behind you very quietly on the carpet little footsteps and then your sandwiches sir. god jesus and thank you um what's yeah. what's your name uh sir well jeeves of course jeeves, <laughs> jeeves. <laughs> and paxton you get coffee and it is coffee as far as you can tell lynn <sighs> I don't know how to put this to you, but roll luck, please. Let's do it. <laughs> that is a zero four. It nice. is a normal sandwich. Yes. It looks like uh, a ham sandwich. Delectable, Jeeves. Thank you. Sandwich. I appreciate cool. your hospitality. Hey, is you there anything I'm... else I can get for you? Well, before you go, I'll grab a sandwich. Jeeves. I'm a hungry. James, were you by chance present in the dining room with uh, Cecil and uh, Mr. Lingonberry when the book was stolen, when the shatter came from the library? Uh, no, as I recall, I was cleaning the basement at the time. So you were in the basement. Thank you. Mm, are there any, uh, Professor, are there any other staff that work here that you know of? Maze. No, it's just Jeeves. Just Jeeves. Yes. He's very efficient. He's very tall. He can get all the dust off the top shelves of everything. Yes. And if you need anything, you can just ask. You know so much about this place. I well, you, find it. You can barely stop Mr. Lingaberry from talking <laughs> about it. <laughs> Well, we've got so now our two suspects are Dwayne and Harold. Harold. Um, Cecil. No, Harold. No, Cecil. Cecil was with uh, with Lincoln Bear. Dwayne. No, Harold. Dwayne yes. and Harold. I'm sure he's around here somewhere. All right. Well, actually, before before you disappear on us again, Jeeves, let me grab one of those uh, little finger sandwiches I missed lunch today, so I'm a little peckish. Roll, roll luck. 100 100 (laughs) you pick up the sandwich and you're like you have it in the mouth and you hear this little and you pull it out and the sandwich yeah a couple eyes open on the top of it and the folds of it go hey man what are you doing as you (laughs) yeah drop it to the floor roll sanity please (laughs) The food puppets. All right, I pass. All right, studying animism. Yeah, and the sandwich kind of bounces and drops on the floor. Ah, What the heck, man? (laughs) You got eyes in the food. It's got to be a dream. It has to be a dream at this point. I I go. Archie's going to go over and pick up the sandwich again. Well, you have to admit, Claudia, that it's the most what? elaborate dream. I... Hey, man, put me down. 
Okay. Okay. Put me back on the platter. It's not dinner time. Jeeves, do you think you could ask um, Dwayne and have lost the name? What was the other name? Harold. 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 To meet with us sometime this evening. Of course. Thank you. It would be my pleasure. And he stalks out of the library with the sandwich. You think the sandwich is complaining to Jeeves a little bit? Did you eat one of those, Dr. Watson? I swear it was just pate. Mine didn't talk to me when I put it in my mouth. You know, I wonder if sentient sandwiches want to be eaten. I Well, that, that one is their didn't. purpose. Well, he, I didn't hear him complain. I just told, told you to. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's um, let's continue our investigation. So somebody wanted the book. They wanted to break. They, they were willing to break in to get it. Could well, they have theoretically lifted the bell off of the book? Or was it too heavy? Uh, yeah, you give it like a little test. It's decently <laughs> heavy. But uh, you think if you did it, you could. But the way it's shattered, now that you're kind of up close, you can see that there is a, it is actually shattered on two sides. So if you think of it as a rectangle, this side and the other okay. side have been broken. And it's roughly circular. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look around to see if there's an object that I think they used to shatter the glass. Right. And it if it's a tiny little it. hammer. <laughs> That will give us another clue. A tiny ball peen. I do not see anything. Little Muppet hammer. Well, as you're looking through, then what you notice is that every single book in this library is about jams. Okay. Um, Lingonberry and gooseberry and strawberry and blueberry. But others can, yeah, others can feel free to start combing the room if they like. A quick question before we snoop around a little more, Professor. Uh, You said the the book contained a ritual that uh, Mr. Lincolnberry needs to do every 50 years. Correct. What what does this ritual do exactly? Well, there's many theories. I haven't had the chance to study it. Uh, All right. Well, Mr. Lincolnberry's kind of mom's the word. My understanding is it it keeps, uh, how to put it, uh, planes apart. Right? Discrete alignment. It's keeping things separate. But we're, All right, okay. we're clashing two, two, two universes. Like universes said, are coming. Two dimensions. Oh, More like okay. the ethereal plane and a different plane, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it doesn't seem very ethereal, but that no, seems very reality. Our reality's falling apart. I think um, that, that young guy, Albert Einstein, came up with some weird theories about alternate universe i'm not sure i haven't read him his stuff's too hard to read but oh, um, God, wh- I... how old is mr lincolnberry if he has to do this every 50 years how old does oh, he no. look uh, he looks about 50 you know yeah maybe a so... little over but uh all right so we did it once oh, it's, a, it's a family thing you understand oh uh, so the family uh, somebody in the family has to do it every yeah i'm sorry i we probably should have stopped at the study. You could have seen the family pictures. Okay, we'll look at those in a bit. 
Yeah. Yeah, we'll take a look in a moment. Um, I kind of go over to Theo. If this is what I'm thinking, it's thinking. Be prepared to live a very short, and I don't, I don't mean die. I mean literally short life. Because I what think are you this thinking? whole, I think this whole puppet fiasco is the whole merging of two worlds thing. Like yeah, the puppets why, are coming why, over to us. Why would that shorten our lives, though? I was supposed. I, I was trying to lighten the mood with it. he's he's tiny. I was trying. I was trying to lighten the mood with joke. Oh, all yeah, right, sure. all right, all right, all right. And as you say that, the power goes out. Oh, and you're plunged into darkness. Did we see any candles? I strike another match. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some candles around. Hey. See if there's a hurricane and you, lantern. And you hear, yeah, you hear very distantly. Apology. And then. A few seconds later, the lights come back. Okay. Oh, thank you, Jeeves. Candles in my pockets. Oh, it's through the vents. All right. Well, let's, <laughs> okay, we're looking. We're looking at the room. We're trying to figure out who yeah. could have stolen it. So there's no way to realize, you know, if the person was tiny or if they were tall. Mm. Um. Although the plinth itself is, you say, right about chest high. It's it's enough that uh, you see the professor walk by it. He'd really have to like get up uh-huh. there to get to uh-huh. it. So, is there anything next to the plinth that somebody would have had to climb on to get to the uh, the top? Do another spot hidden, please, as you're looking. Uh, oh, four, excellent. All right, nice. You are looking, and you notice. Two things. The first is that the plinth has scratch marks around it, like something went up the sides. And you're kind of down low to look at this, and you look past where the glass is broken, and there is a baseball that has rolled under a desk. You see the baseball? Look, look, here's a baseball. I'll go over and pick up the baseball. Mm-hmm. Somebody threw a, ba- a, a, a baseball at it to break the glass. Ah, uh, that's why there's two shadows went in yeah, the room. in and out. Um, yeah. And you turn over the baseball, you see the letters D-W-A-N. D-W-A-N, that's Wayne. Dwayne. Dwayne. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he threw the baseball it just means that he likes somebody asked for Dwayne Dwayne I see yeah are you Dwayne yeah and you see walking into the room there is another puppet yeah I'm Dwayne how's it going sure baseball yeah man thanks you're Mr. Lingonberry's son yeah the elder the older son and he flexes a little bit (laughs) forgive me I don't I don't see the family. Well, that's not what? necessary, but it's a pleasure I look to meet at, you. I look like my mom. Ah, oh, I see. Uh, okay, okay. All right. Dear departed mother. Oh, I'm very so, sorry for your loss. Mm. Punch the feelings! <laughs> <laughs> so, Dwayne, we were... <laughs> we were... 
we've been brought in to try and find a certain book that your father has lost. Um, Do you know where you were at the time that the book was stolen? Yeah, I was in my room. Get it in my reps. Doing your exercising. Yeah. And you'll know Dwayne doesn't cross the threshold into the library. He's kind of standing back behind it. Uh, Dwayne, why don't you uh, step into the room with the rest of us, like the professor here? I, I can't. Dad well, says I'm not allowed. You're not allowed in the library. Right. Or the study. Just because I ate a couple books. <laughs> Excuse me? You you ate books? Yeah. yeah. I, it's not my fault. The pictures, all, they look so good. They're all, all right, about right. jam. Yeah. <laughs> I understand it. I love jam. Paxton, who does it love jam? Okay, don't tell me you ate a book too. <laughs> oh, I was thinking about it. <laughs> right? Kindred spirits. Kindred spirits. Okay. Tell 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 you what, Dwight. Uh, how about we let you get away with a little freebie? If if you step in the library, Dwayne. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dwayne. Not sorry. If if you come into the library, we'll, we'll sneak you a book. <clears throat> Only one, though. Only one, though. You, go, you got to step in the library first. All right? And you see him. He kind of darts into the library. Does oh. he have... So yeah. he's pure puppet, same as the professor? Yeah, he's pure puppet. All right, uh. that's what I was checking. All right, uh, let's see. Let's see. Apricot, raspberry. Oh, snozberry. That sounds interesting. There you go. <laughs> then teeth just starts mouthing on it you're not quite sure how he would eat it because he doesn't seem to be making any progress doesn't seem to have a throat no not that you're seeing well thanks Dwayne thanks Dwayne appreciate it Dwayne did you did you eat your father's uh, um Recital of uh, discrete alignment book that was in this case. No. Are you sure? No. Well, in the good. tastiest one, it was under glass. Yeah, I, 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 I'm inclined to believe you because puppets don't lie. Yeah. You mean kids? Yeah. Right. yeah kids lie. Hmm. I'm gonna I'll just. Turn to him if he's if you guys are ready. Uh, can I see your your weight set? Yeah, come Let's on. Let's go check it out. Heck yeah! Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. You 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 and you and Dwayne go do some spirit searching. Uh I don't like that guy. He said I had a puppet body. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> right here, I stole you a book. all right one for later that's right well paxton will head out with them we'll get back to you in a second is there a fireplace in here uh not in the library no okay there's a there's one out in the uh the kind of the dining area i just wanted to make sure that somebody hadn't tossed the book into the life into the fireplace you know Um, what i'm just gonna try something here since people seem to show up when we say their name (laughs) <laughs> oh, Harold. 
Well, hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> oh my and, god. Oh my god, it worked. Human man in a suit walk in. The pants are cropped far too small from the ground, and he kind of saunters in side by side. Hey everybody, how's it going? It's your best friend Harold Connor. Uh, and you can't place it, but he looks like someone famous. And it's that kind of thing where you're like, who is that? Well, how, howdy, Harold. Ple Hi. Pleasure to meet you. Nice um, to meet you, too. And he sticks out his hand for a handshake. Mr. Connor, would you, um, would you join us for a few moments? We want to ask you some questions. Of course. <laughs> so, um... Seems a rather important book has gone missing from the library. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. You heard about that. Oh, sure. Me and uh, me and Ezekiel go way back. Oh, that's that's Mr. Mr. Lingenberry's first name. Yeah. Um, right. What do you know about the book? Oh, just that he reads it every 50 years. And uh, I got to say it. <laughs> Put a little bit of a damper on our fishing trip. <laughs> so when was the last time that he read the book? Oh, I think his dad read it before him. But that was 50 years ago. Do you know who would want to take the book? Well, that's the thing. Why would you want to take the book? Unless you didn't want him to be here tonight reading the book. So is it that you had to postpone a fishing trip because of this? Indeed. Mm. But you would go fishing tomorrow or the next day instead? Well, but the fish are biting quite the same. <laughs> um, All right. So you don't have any motive for stealing the book. You don't have your any motive trip. for stealing the book. That's um, a weird thing to say. So who would have motives? Harold, who would have a motive for stealing the book or getting rid of it? Mm, I, I, not off the top of my head. I mean, it's the kind of book that keeps you around here. So maybe if somebody didn't want Mr. Lingonberry to have to be here for the next 50 years... Okay, or, or if somebody wanted, specific. if somebody wanted, uh, 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 Mr. Connor, do you, when you look around, do you see anything that you would consider unusual? Uh, it's Mr. Goner, if you don't mind me saying. Goner. Sorry, I yeah. misunderstood your Goner. last name, Goner. And as he says that, the lights go out. Oh, not again. Jeeves. Sorry. You hear and you hear this scream, oh! And the lights come back on and Harold Goner is pointing at where the book is missing. There's a book missing! Oh, good God! We yep. were just talking about that. Yep. Oh, I was talking about the one up there about the apricot jam. Oh, you mean the Snozberry one? Oh, you're right. It's the one over. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to go check on Mr. Lincolnberry in the study with all these lights going off. He must be real shocked. Have fun, everybody. <laughs> yeah. so, I go with Archie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was asking you, Miss Mr. Goner. Um, 
Do you find it unusual that some of us are yay big and some of us are very tiny? I.e. Diggleberry? Um, I can't say I've ever thought about it. Can't say you've ever thought I mean, about it. they take after their mother. Uh, what happened to Mrs. Lingonberry, if you don't Oh, dear departed Mallory. It was sad. It wasn't long after Cecil was born. She got crushed. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> A freak blacksmith accident. <laughs> that tickled Tom. An anvil fell right out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and Harold's cheering up a little bit. Broke Ezekiel's heart. All right. Um all right. Uh, would you mind uh if um me and my friends talked for a moment together? Oh, of course. Yeah, I don't mind. Just don't uh, don't lock me in the closet again. <laughs> no, we won't. All right. Yeah, let's, so let's yeah, let's step away from what is going on. <laughs> so we are th- I'm I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking along uh, Archie's thinking, two universes have come together and that this magic spell keeps them apart. But maybe in this house itself. The two are sort of mingled. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like anybody we've met so far would have a reason to stop the separation from happening. So it stands to reason that somebody wants the two universes to merge, to merge hmm. which in my guess would be a puppet, a, a Muppet or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Not one of uh, not uh, not a human, or it could be a human. I guess it could be a human, but who could it be? Lingonberry himself <gasps> that wants that wants the two universes. That's why he. I well, the one he person kind of, we kind of, have. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Holly. I'm just saying he kind of lives at the intersection of both. Right? He's ma- he married <laughs> a puppet. He has child puppets. Well, could it be? Could it be Professor? Dickleberry, who has a apparent position as a professor at Miskatonic, who doesn't want to be banished back into the puppet universe when he... Or maybe there's something that we don't know yet, somebody we haven't met, somebody else... Well, Mr. Lingonberry hasn't really said much, right? For being a main character in our plot, he said very little. He's just mumbling. I wonder if we should do a survey of the entire premises. Because at this point, it could be a talking sandwich or a a baseball that decided to throw itself at the... Did Diggleby not imply that Lingen, Lingenberry's condition was due to something to do with this book, like his current condition being. I thought he was a little drunk. Oh, okay. I guess he was just saying that. Yeah, they're just trying to resolve. It. Okay. 
Well, he's probably extremely depressed because his books disappeared. Who yeah. haven't we talked to in this home? Cecil? Uh, next on the list, then, eh? Is right. he the only person that isn't accounted for? We've for met Dwayne so and Harold. Yeah. yeah. So far. Okay. Yep. And let's mm-hmm. jump up with Paxton and his new best friend. Dwayne, as Dwayne shows you to his room, it's up on the second floor. You walk up a grand staircase and you find that there is room, room, little door. And of course, Dwayne goes up to the little door. No, sorry. You're going to have to cut it. Stupid guess. And what's your size? Um, not it's, um, 60. Okay. You can squeeze and fit. But it's kind of a tight, tight fit through the door. And you are met with the smell of sweat. And you can see there is a like a a little weight rack off to the side, a a small bed, duffel bags here and there. Uh, Looks like it's practically a gym as he goes in and picks up a a very small weight and is like, look at this. I could I could do more reps than I can count. That's great. Who spots you? I don't need a spotter. Oh, come on. Everyone needs a spotter. All right. You can do it. How much can you lift here? Get on the rack. And he gets on the weight rack and he, he pulls one of these little metal things. And it's just immediately shaky hands. <laughs> of, oh, <laughs> I'll help him. And him. it's it's nothing. It's <laughs> right. less than nothing as you pick it up and put it back. Whoa, they're pretty strong. So uh, who lives? Who's next door? No, oh, it's you? my brother, Cecil. Oh. He's not is around it, much, though. Is anyone else up here? Mm, no, I, I don't think Jeeves, you know, I think he lives downstairs. Dad's, so, dad's bedroom's nearby. Hmm. Yeah, he's downstairs. He's kind of sleeping it off. Yeah, that'll happen. Does that happen often? Yeah, ever since mom died. I heard. Tragic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) They think I'm uh, stupid, but I'm not. did Did you see something downstairs? Did you hear the the glass shatter? No. I was busy lifting weights, but I I heard something else. What? Uh, There was something climbing on the house. I could hear outside my window. Something with claws. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it made this weird sound. Like? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. That's horrible. (laughs) Yeah, didn't scare me, though. No, no, uh, of course not. You, you don't have to do a check. He was pretty scared. <laughs> uh, does he have a window? Uh, yeah, he has a window. And you look out, it It leads out. You could see the library. It's kind of on the same side as that. So it, it, it was climbing up? No, it was climbing down. Oh, down. Uh, yeah, and then up. Then up. Uh, yeah. Is there an is there an attic? Uh, there's a tower. Oh, uh, uh, there's a tower. Oh. Yeah. 
How do I get to the tower? Uh, to the tower doorway. It's over there. Cool. And he, he kind of points that way uh, out. Well, I'll try to slide out and go over to the to that tower doorway door. And you get there. There is a uh, combination lock that has been set into it. Well, what's that? What's what, what's the combination? I don't know. I bet you could knock this door down. All right, here we go. As he's pushing, I'm going to help. All right, do a strength check. It's an O3. It's an extreme. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. As you just... The the lock pulls out. and you can Damn, see. that was impressive. <clears throat> oh, yeah! <laughs> so what's up here? Let's check it out. And you start to head up into the dark tower with your best buddy, Dwayne. We cut back to the other four. Uh, Mr. Lincolnberry, you you all right over here? All good? Are you sober enough to speak? I think that's Uh, a no. We won't get a straight answer out of him, Archie. Well, with that kind of attitude, we certainly wouldn't. (laughs) I mean, let's face it, Professor, we're not dealing with normal logic here. What? Understood, but unless Uh, you speak gibberish, I doubt we can get the puppet. Sorry, not you, Professor, Professor Watson. Sorry, there's two professors in the same. It's fine. Uh... Hmm. How to decipher the babblings of a madman? That is the question. Uh, uh, Professor Diggleby, do you understand Mr. Lingonberry as he's mumbling? Yes, of course. To us All right, now? then you can translate for us. I suppose. All right, good. So, uh, Mr. Mr. Lincolnberry. Uh, Lincolnberry. <coughs> Isn't that what I said? You said Mr. Lincolnberry. It sounded like Lincolnberry instead of Yes, it sure did. To my ears. Have I been saying it? It's Lincoln. Lincoln with a G. Lincoln, Lincoln, not Lincoln. Okay, okay. Totally polite. Sorry, sorry. Delicious channel. So, Mr. Lincolnberry. What were you doing the night the book was stolen? Or I should say the day since it happened at lunch. Uh, and uh, he's saying that he was having a chat with Cecil. Mm. Yes. Well, what, something something about travel expenses. So Cecil was uh, Cecil's a bit of a mm, gadabout. Mm, a real rake. Yes, Ezekiel is cutting him off. You're cutting him off? Cutting him off from the family will? <laughs> Probably oh, no. the well, gene of fortune. Oh. Uh, 
Does Mr. Cecil Lindenberry? take after his mother or father? Some say he has his father's eyes, but his mother's demeanor. <laughs> All right. Do you have okay. any reason to believe that Cecil would have taken your book, Mr. Lingonberry? He says maybe. Well, as I've learned from the past time I've done this, maybe it'll help out too. Oh, Cecil. <sighs> and slowly walking through, you see. Works oh. every time. <laughs> Works every time I do that. Hello, so, Cecil. What's going on in here? And there is a, another small puppet with glasses and yeah. Hi, hey, hey, everyone. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Cecil. Uh, it's nice to meet you finally. Mm. Oh, finally, huh? We've heard well, so much uh, about you. Mm. Oh, oh, good. Thanks, hour. I hope. <laughs> oh, tons of good. All things. good. All good. Great. Great. Uh, do Do you know anything about the the book that was stolen from the library a few days ago? Yeah, our, your father uh, here uh, brought us was, to try yeah, and find uh, it. I mean, if it's if it's a few days ago, it's probably uh probably Dwayne probably took a bite out of it. I okay. bet he's uh he's been eyeing up those that book in the center there. Yeah. <laughs> but it it wasn't a jam book. That's so true. It wouldn't have tasted uh, very good. Well, I, mm, I mean, it, 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 mm, hmm. Yeah, that's that's funny, huh? It's not very funny. Mr. Lincolnberry said that you two were having a disagreement recently about traveling. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just just a little bit. Where I mean, where do you want to go? I don't know, like here, there, like everywhere. But uh, it, it's just a little disagreement. Dad says I travel too much, and I need to worry about the jam fortune. Need to have money left for Dwayne. Ah, okay. So you, so you're the next in line to inherit. No, that's Dwayne. All oh, right, he's the oldest. Stupid, son. stupid Dwayne. Ah, so you you don't like your brother very much. Uh, you notice a bead of sweat <laughs> drip oh, down the puppet. Does he start vibrating gently? Yeah, just like... um, I mean, he's nice. Mm, mm. All right. Okay. You wouldn't do anything to sabotage your brother, would you? Like, say, take one of his baseballs to uh, smash the case, steal the book, frame Dwayne for it. And then after afterwards, you can uh, go wherever you like because your dad can't do his special ritual no more. <laughs> After him, go get him. <laughs> and you, you see Cecil just takes off down the hallway, and I, a Muppet who's, running who's the first. Yeah, who's the first, person? who is first in line after him? I, I would have gone think Archie. Yeah. Okay, he was Archie. expecting him to do something. Make a dexterity, please. Let's go, Archie. Ooh, that's uh, that's an eleven. That's an extreme. Ooh, that's pretty good. Well, that's good because you are able to jump out of the way as Harold 
exits a doorway right in front of you. You kind of have to Whoa. dodge around him. Cecil's a little past at this point, and you just hear this. Well, sorry, I didn't mean to get in the way. Shut up, Harold. <laughs> and the lights go out. Jeez. <laughs> sorry. Keep but the they... lights on. And the four of you hear a skittering sound coming from the direction that Cecil was running. Like uh, nails, we, nails on hardwood. We did not if, inquire about the scratch marks. If if Professor Watson is following me, I immediately jump back behind him. Uh, protect the students and all that, right? Where where did Cecil go? Did he get away in the dark? Yeah, he's he's a little bit past, and you're maybe you're lighting a light. I have my meerschaum and my matches back out. Yep, the light turns on. You go, whoa, nice look there. And we'll cut over to Paxton as these nails are advancing on the floor. Paxton, you and uh, your good buddy walk up this stairwell that's actually pretty tricky because the tower does like a little little zigzag in there, so the stairs are not quite uh, not quite stable. I'm going to talk uh, about my rep, and uh, <sighs> I'm on the swim team. What? I swim. wish I could swim. I bet you sink like a rock. Yeah. No, that's weird. I float. I can't get anywhere. <laughs> it makes no sense. Can you kick? I mean, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he does like a little kick and falls down a stair or two. Oh, damn. Oh, no, no. Just keep with your keep with your weights. Yeah. That's I, where you're strongest. Yeah. Go for the glamour muscles. That's Ugh. right. And you get to the top of the tower and you see that it has been uh, kind of there are these like boxes, like storage boxes here and there, a couple windows out. You can very clearly see the map painting in the sky from this. And there is a large carpet spread in the middle of the room and a chair next to it. Yeah, there is a book on the chair. Oh, um, who comes up here? Uh, I don't know. Oh, come on. It's right across from here. It's so close to your room. I think Cecil might. Cecil? Yeah. Do you like Cecil? I mean, he's okay. Is he? Is he truly? You see a bead of sweat go down (laughs) our head. (laughs) You know, He's kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> every Cecil I've met is a prick. Yeah. So, yeah. No offense yeah. to any Cecils oh. out there. <laughs> right. well, I'm going to reach for the book. Yep. Looking at the be- the book you see, it is titled The Violent Beast and You, Achieving Your Desires Through Ritual Summoning, Made Easy. But awesome. you'll note that there is a sticker uh on violent that covers the in. It covers the in. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, I'll open up the book and take a look and okay and look under and pull kick back the carpet. Yeah, the you rug. kick back the carpet. Yeah, it's really interesting as you're looking at it. There appears to be a rough circle painted on the floor. 
in these vibrant purple paints. Is this Cecil's book? Come on. I'm sorry. I was over in the corner. <laughs> Thought I saw something heavy that needed lifting. Uh, maybe. It kind of looks like the book you'd read. Well, yeah. it's got pictures. And he's looking at the pictures and you can see that there are these old like woodcuts of knights and what's very clearly a wizard. Uh, he's got the little robe with the little stars and everything on it and the wizard is casting a spell and you can see this horrible monster coming out of the page and then the knight's just beating the shit out of the wizard just really laying into him but the creature itself seems to loom out of the page we're Cecil's room Oh, it's a uh, dang. Uh, sorry, I keep going over to that corner. It's fine. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, no, uh, Cecil's room's by mine. Yeah, I thought, uh, let's go down and check it out. Okay. Ask Cecil about this. You may have All to right. punch him out. Yeah. <laughs> and you start heading back down as the group downstairs you're hearing this skittering on hardwood and you hear Harold go, well, what's all this about? And just Ah. at the edge of light, you see something purple and fast move in, jump at Harold's throat. And there is a splash of blood that Uh. hits across the wall as Harold goes, oh, no! <laughs> it's almost like a wood chipper sound. As, oh, my God. Yeah, Harold gets ripped into make a sanity check. Oh, that's yeah. a nightmare. Fail. 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 Okay. Roll a d6. Oh, my God. No. Only a two. Only a two. Six. Six. Oh, oh, no. no. Intelligence rolls? Yes, intelligence rolls, please. As you see, standing in the match light, the middle of this hallway. (laughs) Robble, robble. And it's (laughs) drenched in blood. Okay, failure. I I failed. I I passed my intelligence. Okay. For a moment, Theo you see that there is something else within this puppet writhing underneath the fur of it. It's bigger than what the puppet looks like. It's bulging against its sides as it's glaring at you. And uh, if you have that handy table, go ahead and roll. Faint. (laughs) Oh, Christ. For four rounds. For four Mr. Blunt. Rounds. Quick, grab him and go. I don't want to get robbled. So let's, I'm running. Uh, I'm just running. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, go in Dex order, shall we? All right. Of, uh, I got I got 50 Dex. 50. 60. 60. Watson? Uh, 60. 60. Uh-huh. All right. 55, but I passed that. Yep. 
All right, then uh, the 60s go first. Yeah, I'm running. Okay. <laughs> Claudia Bales, is there a spot in the building you are running towards? Out to the front door. I'm, I okay. want to leave this plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, other 60, I think, Lynn, you had a 60, right? Yeah, I would uh, look at Archie and explain my stance on... Um, Discretion being the better part of valor, help me. And we grab Theo under the arms uh-huh, and uh-huh, yep. scoot. And while while we're walking, I I might be able to try and soothe the savage beast. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how. Try. Works. I will. Um. All right, Archie. You're talking about how you want to soothe the savage beast, and therefore we'll say you are the closest on its turn, as it also has mm-hmm. a sixty in it. Mm-hmm. leaps from the floor and it's almost like it's carried by these wires across the hallway as you just hear rubble 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 and it goes for your face uh would you uh, like to dodge or fight back i'm gonna try and dodge because right. i don't have any rank in brawl so i can't really fight back all right so... Ooh, that's oh three that's extreme Oh, that's perfect because it succeeded, but you dodge it. So it just flies past and you hear it sink into the wall behind you. And just you hear this like churning sound as wall dust and paper starts to fly off to the floor. Okay. I I have a question. Mm -hmm. Since since this uh, manner is kind of half you know, regular manner, half Muppet set. Would it be safe to assume that somewhere in this hall there is a kazoo or some kind of musical instrument uh, where it just would luck. not make sense yeah. for one to be there? And that is a, that's a success. All right. Yes. One of the, uh, you kind of look behind the stairwell. There is a knight statue that has a, uh, a shield in one hand and a kazoo in the other. <laughs> I'm, That's fantastic. I'm gonna, as we're passing by it, I'm just gonna grab the kazoo. Uh, all right, Mister Robble. I don't know if this is gonna work, but and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna start kazooing. Can I okay. roll? Can I roll charm to see if that distracts the monster? Sure, enough yeah, I like that. I <laughs> to like get that. away. Oh one. Robble, robble, robble. Yeah, robble. Robble, robble. It, it starts to kind of shimmy and shake. As... Watson, get us the fuck out of here. Oh. <laughs> and as you get out of earshot, you're you're pulling, you hear a distant, hey, robble, robble. And <laughs> skittering, yeah. We'll cut back to Paxton. Paxton, you are, you know, you're coming out of this. You're in the darkened house. Dwayne's with you. Oh, come on, Dwayne. Okay. Let's go beat up that Cecil. Yeah. I think he's summoned something bad. Okay. And. Are there any um, weapons on the hanging on the walls? Any. Uh, there absolutely is. There's a sword hanging there. Roll luck, however. 
No. Yeah, it's a felt sword. You you take it off the wall and it just kind of wobbles and bends. And... I'll give it to Dwayne. X! It's way too big for him. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. And maybe there's a chair or something. I'm just going to look for a club or something. Okay. Too. Yeah, I a chair's, chair's pretty easy. And go into Cecil's room. Okay. You see there is Cecil there. Oh. Well, uh, hello, brother. Hello. Uh, oh, you, no. uh, and keep in mind, you are crouching to get into his room at this point. He's he's kind of looking. Uh, what's, uh, what's going on? Uh, is this yours? Would you believe me if I said no? No. Then. No. Worth a shot. Get him. Get him, Dwayne. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, so they start to tussle. Um, it's kind of like this kind of back and forth. There's a lot of pinwheeling. It doesn't look like much progress is being made. Cecil is beginning to rant in the side of how father always loved you best. Dwayne doesn't really have a lot of witty rejoinders so much as just you punch real bad sort of stuff. So why'd you do it? Why'd you summon this thing? I want to be free of this stupid ritual. I don't want to have to do it in 50 years. I'll be old. Come on, it's just a simple ritual. Where's the damn book? Not telling. Okay, I'm gonna. Can I grab him? Uh, yeah, you just, just kind of lift him up. Start squeezing. Tell me where the book is. And roll sanity as you are starting to feel as you squeeze. Whereas Diggleby had a pleasant plush interior, this feels like there's squirt like organs moving around inside him. I don't want to hurt him. Yeah, start squeezing. Ouch. I pass. Okay, you're good. I'll never tell. Are you sure? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, actually. Kind of tickle him a little bit too. <laughs> Tell um, me. Do you have intimidate or something you would like to attempt with this? Yeah, I don't think I have any <laughs> any of those. Um yeah, I have no um well I can I've got base. So okay. <laughs> you you can also roll a spot hidden if you'd like. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take the spot hidden. <laughs> Oh. Oh, three. Oh, my goodness. That's at least the second. Oh, three. Um, you realize as you're kind of squeezing him, there's a hard edge to his interior and sticking out of is, his mouth. Yeah. yeah, there's a little corner of a book. All right. Yeah, it's a little damp, but you have a book and Cecil is no. I won't I won't be a slave to fate. Violent beast, save me. And yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, I just uh if the picture is correct that we saw of the uh the knights pounding the wizard who summoned it, I'm going to 
pound him. Okay. Or squeeze as hard as I can. <laughs> uh, you think you could like pop him if you squeeze him too hard? Call it off. Call I it off. can't. I can't. Why not? I, I don't know how. You can summon it. <laughs> I, I don't read that far in the book. <laughs> And we'll cut to Claudia. Claudia, you make it outside. And for the moment, you see the car. You see kind of sticking in the back of it, Diggleby's car. And you see coming out of the woods, robble, 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 robble. And there's about 10 or 15 of them. Oh, my God, no. Robble, 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 robble. Are they between me and the car or me and the house? Uh, they're pretty quick. You think if you made a break for it, you'd be really risking it. At the To the car? To the car, yeah. I'll run back to the house. Or I'll, I'll go back into the house then. Ready, ready. One of them does a little, like a little brave heart sort of thing and they start to charge. <laughs> <laughs> We've got company. Like I'm running in. We've got company. In between in between kazoo dudes yeah yeah thank there's more of them there's more of them outside well i always wanted to take that music degree (laughs) paxton you're hearing them from upstairs oh yeah i was just gonna i'm yelling i i got the book read it upstairs upstairs well yeah i mean i was gonna go up and tower See, I think I think me and Watson are just carrying Theo up the stairs. Claudia's on our heels. I'm carrying the puppet around. Has it been four rounds? Theo, you you actually get like a little bounce on the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) And you wake up. Oh, I had the strangest dream. It ain't a dream. It's not a dream. It's not a dream. Get a hold of yourself, man. Impossible. What the fuck? Oh, sorry, my language. It's 1920s. Yes. I thought assistant librarians were made of sterner stuff. Well, Theo, if you want to look at our competition, and I kind of just turn you enough so you can see the horde of robins <laughs> entering. What the hell are those? Those are the That's a great question. Paxton, Paxton has the book. Paxton has the book, so we need to go. Get to all, right, all right, all right. I, I got it. I got it. I can. I can stand up. I can run. Wait. Okay. We need. We need. We need uh, him in the study. We need him to read the book. Do we? We ain't Ingleberries. Um, Lincolnberry. Lincolnberry. Lincoln. I got. We got two. You <laughs> got two Lincolnberries. That's true. We got the kids. All right. Cool. Dwayne. You can. Can you read? Dwayne can do it. Can you read? A bead of sweat forms. Oh no. Okay. All right. What language is it Repeat written in? After us. <laughs> um, you We're going to go with the brother with glasses. Paxton. We're going to go with him. Paxton, uh, what language is it written in? I'll pass it to you. I'm going to start moving the the um, rug out of the way and the okay. uh, but I'm I'm holding Cecil in my hand still. Okay. I'm just okay. move the chair. Right. Wait a second. I'm going to look and see what language it's written in. So the recital... I got both books. Who wants the other book? Yeah. Well, I'll take the it. other book. Yeah, yeah take okay. the summoning book. All right. The recital book, to your eyes, Theo, is very difficult to read 
it like the text is blurring around but it doesn't look to be particularly long like it's uh maybe a few paragraphs and that's it there's just a lot of a lot of filler in there but it's you're not able to make heads or tails of it mm. i can't read it i i grab it's gotta be one of the family i grab sissel yeah, so. all right sissel i don't know what you did to put us in this mess well, i think you're gonna get us out got him. Yeah. I have them still. Patson's got him around yeah. the neck. You're going to um, get us out of this mess. <laughs> I don't care things. what your problems are. <laughs> um, Claudia, would you yeah, like I'm looking to through take the summoning a... Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm flipping through. Yeah, Go ahead and make a library use or some equivalent. Uh-huh, this is what I was made for. This Please. is perfect. <laughs> Please, do I have enough luck? I do. I will spend 12 luck to make this a pass. <laughs> All right. Yes, you are noting that there are many pictures of this, like steps one, step two, step three, to summon these violent beasts. And what you are finding is once they're summoned, they're kind of summoned. Like it's okay. That's about it. Okay. But you've got a ritual circle, and you see the next one, it's got like another wizard who they label helpfully wizard B, and he steps into the circle with the original wizard and they have like a staring thing. They have like the little eye to eye thing And Paxton. You're in the circle right now. I'd love for you to give me a power check. <gasps> what, oh. is my, what is my pal? Uh, oh, 50. All right. Mm, that's. Oh, oh 49. Oh, oh just early. And you are squeezing Cecil and you feel something like pass from him to you and you feel the consciousness of these ravening beasts outside. And I need you to roll a sanity as you feel this immense hunger. Oh, 24. Yeah, you're you're take one. But you can feel them outside. They're so hungry. Well, you see Paxton but, kind of get all sweaty. And <laughs> and yeah, you, uh, you feel like they kind of stop. And you think you can tell them where roll. to robble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you tell them where to robble. Hey. I, I, uh, I think I got them. I, I think, all right. I think I got the creatures. Real quick, uh, Pax, would you mind handing over the, the glasses one over, over here real fast? Stay in the circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll keep them in the circle. All right. Listen here. I don't care where you want to travel, where you want to go, how often you want to go there. You summoned a horde of monsters. You killed a man. Harold is dead. I kind of liked him. He was the only normal guy here. To be sure. fair, no, he was more he was more normal than the rest, Claudia. Don't give me that look. <laughs> you read this passage, you do the ritual, or I swear them robblers are gonna robble all over you. Would you like to make an intimidation or a persuasion, something of those lines? I, I will do persuasion. And I will spend 10 points of luck to make that a success. As long as I don't have to eat any jam. 
I'll do it. Jam. Good. Now read. And you put this book in front of his face and he looks at the text. Oh, that's it's pretty pretty straightforward, actually. You uh you gotta keep them separated. Oh my gosh. And there is a loud cacophony of you think guitars and drums playing from the house below <laughs> as keep them you all wake up with Bart droning on in the classroom as a marching band in the hallway has completely dropped their drum kits, their guitars. Yeah. There's probably, you probably fell asleep on the book there, Claudia. Do, Do I still have the up? kazoo? You all wake up. Do I I'm still just have going the kazoo? to scream at the top of my lungs. <laughs> oh, Bart. Ah! Bart looks very I had the worried. Dream. I had the weirdest dream. Do I'm I sorry, still have Bart, the kazoo? I... We all had the weirdest dream. You have that dream. You have the you... kazoo, Archie. The Robble, Robble. Is it wait, Diggleby? I'm getting up. Diggle. I, I'm gonna go check on him. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> what if Cecil did something else? What if he sent us back over here? Holy crap. Yeah, I, mean, well, I don't no know. No one's office. puppets, right? <laughs> we gotta run to see if that room is actually yeah. there in the choir. Yeah. And you run off to the choir. Mm-hmm. And when you arrive. There is no door, but there is a note handwritten on the ground. Look, right there. Snatch it up, open it, pull the paper out. And you can practically hear reading it. Thank you, dear members of the society. (laughs) The survival rate this time was exceptional, and I hope to call upon you once more. Signed, sincerely, D. Diggleby, Esquire. I I take the note and I take one of your matches. And I lean over with my meerschaum as you light it up. And Never again. No (laughs) more puppets. I'm going home. No more puppets. (laughs) I'm done. I'll see you all tomorrow. I am going home. No, I'll see you on Monday. I want a sandwich with jam. No jam. No sandwiches either. No jam. It was fine for me. I I enjoyed the dream. (laughs) You know what? Screw being a paranormal investigator. I saved all our butts with a kazoo. So that's what I'm going to do. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a dream. It wasn't a dream. I got the kazoo to prove it. It it ended when Cecil read the, the spell. And, and our worlds to were separate, separated. and we were separated, mm-hmm. and we got sent back. We got to write this down for the uh, annals of uh, of our society. Yeah, I pull we just got to write out of my pocket. Yeah, just write down every fifty years you're gonna meet some puppets, some weird, weird puppets. In and- the summer of my youth, <laughs> nice. I was drawn into an alternate universe. All right, Theo, you can write your memoirs later. That was perfect. Excellent. And we'll kind of pan out as the group starts to discuss in front of an office that does not exist. That's yeah. so great. That was awesome. Very good. Yeah, that was great. Becca. 
That was <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, I think you pretty well covered it behind the what's going on is it is a dreamscapes adventure. You mm-hmm. are all in an alternate uh, Arkham created with the Lingonberry line, who in fact lives kind of in this little puppety offshoot of the dream worlds that every so often you just got to give it that little poke to keep it away from reality. Otherwise you start seeing puppets in real life and mm. who who really has time to make everything a musical. That was so cool. That was by, so cool. by far. It's the funniest. Yeah, um, that was hilarious. Scenario we've ever done. Our players yeah. included Thomas Grooms, Connor McLean, uh, Cody McKinnis, Holly Buto, and myself with Nathan Decker as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.